Horse. Beach Horson. Uh, hi, Car. Hi, Ken. Hi, hi friends. friends. We're back. We're it's back. It's been weeks. My goodness. We've been gone. We've been busy. Sick. What's new? We've been sick. Ken got We've been going a to weddings. sickness. We've been in Europe. We've been working. <laughs> We've been not working and relaxing. Living a life. What else have we been doing? I don't know, man. So much time so has much passed. So much time has passed. You guys, this is we really just going to be a quick roundup episode because so much shit has ha- happened. We haven't even talked about Ken's European adventure. No, let's start there. Which feels like it was lifetimes ago. But before we start there, oh, we've got something else. If you want to get in touch oh with us, oh my gosh, yeah, it's been so long. You forgot you can about send your us thing. an email at doingagoodgmail.com or find us on Instagram at doingagood. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you bullet points. Okay. Because I've already talked to you about it in person. In True. In real life. So Live and in person. I don't want to bore you because the fans can tell when you're bored. <laughs> probably through your vocal um, actions. Jerry's mm. bored already. Yo, you guys. Uh, Welcome back to the pod, Jerman. Jerry is here with a new toy. Mr. Shark. He got to go pick out a toy yesterday and he picked a blue shark, which he's sharing with us now. Yeah. Ooh. It's got a different kind of squeaker. I like, it's like that a squeaker. lower squeak. Yeah. He's not sold, but that's yeah, fine. Well, I mean, he likes the toy. He's not sold on the squeak. The squeak like, like yeah. the squeakers of other toys have have kind of hit him in a better place. Does it make the, him excited? Does it just get him amped up? I burped. I'm sorry. I don't know Ooh. if you could hear it. I saw your face. You kind of made like that. I tried to not. I tried face. to not do it. Like out, outward sounding. Um, okay, Ken's European adventure. It's gonna be a quick roundup. Oh my gosh, I don't even actually know where to start. I guess I we'll start in P- Petty. Uh, we went we. to Paris. It was great. It was pretty much exactly how you imagine Paris being. A lot of wine. Cheese. A lot of cheese. Mostly a soft lot of cheeses? Meats. A mixture. Okay. All kinds of cheeses. Um, quite a quite a lot of soft cheese. Uh, what was your favorite pastries. cheese? Oh, I don't know. They never tell you what it is. They you just, just give get it. the you just get a plate and it okay. comes with all the shit on it. A lot of tiny pickles. Mm, love a tiny pick. A few olives. Oh, some burrata. Did you eat the olives? Hell no. Okay. Alex ate olives though. Alex ate olives a, a, a number of times on this trip. I ate zero olives, but I did. Yeah, I did eat a lot of cheese. I oh, I found out about my new favorite wine. I'm a yeah. wine head now. Big moment. So remember, last... Remember, yes. though, yes, I had a goal mm-hmm. to get into wine uh-huh. this year. And guess what? Boom. I'm freaking coming in in the home stretch. Squeaking in. Squeaking in so, my wine um, passion. When we first started the pod, we had just gone to Palm Springs, which is where you discovered yeah. you like rosé. Yes. And and that was a big moment in your in your life and sure. and since then yes you you I, I've fallen off though true the, 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 there are things occasionally I'll have a glass of rosé occasionally typically if I'm at a wedding I'll have a white wine mm. do do a Jeremy, shard do Jerry, a pinot gris stop can you get him up here Jerry come on no you're gonna have to pick him up okay here we go um so let me tell you about this now oh he's Jerry. running away from you Jerry <laughs> little Jerry come here give me the shark give me the shark we're gonna throw it and he's gonna go. Hey, yeah. ready? 
You come right here. Oh, yeah. Got he's you. coming. Oh, oh, we've been trapped. Little boofer. Just no barking at uh, during the pod, please. Okay. okay. Um. Oh, my God. Last week, we watched a movie together, and he freaking barked the, the whole, whole time. time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this wine. Um, most of us, by, by this point in, in our life, he's unhappy. Just let him go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's unhappy. I was like, he's squirming. Just let him sit on the couch. I just thought maybe if I held him, he'd like let no. him squirm it out and then. Okay. Most <sighs> of us are familiar with natural wines. It's wine without any added like sulfates or so it's got chemicals. some sediment in it. Yeah. Sometimes not always though. Oh. Sometimes they, they, they'll filter it still. It just doesn't oh, okay. have any added shit. It's like just the wine. Now then, what 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 is, what is for all of us non-wine heads? What is usually added to wine? Sulfate is a thing I know. Okay, and other chemicals probably for like for the like preservation of yeah. the taste and and flavor. Okay, um, which I'm not cont- entirely sure about. So other wine heads should send us an email yeah. and let me know. Doing a good at gmail.com. Because I'd be interested to learn. Um, but like not interested enough where I'm going to join a wine club. Though I did look into it. What? Like a while ago. Because oh, I, when I made stars. this vow that I was going to get into it, I was yeah. like, maybe I should join like a wine club. There are some cool clubs where they send you like three bottles a month or yeah, something. Yeah, totally. I've, I just don't think, I like beer and other like alcohol too much to not, be able like if you dr- I, I feel like with that you you really do have to commit, commit. to like only yeah. drinking wine That's and i'm right. not at that place yet no however i am ready to only drink pet nat which is um the it's, it's it's a very 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 old technique for bottling and storing wine it is the way that champagne was uh discovered basically okay. the, the way they they learned how to carbonate wine which is by um you take the wine and you start brewing it or whatever, <laughs> fermenting it. Winehead talking here. And um, you pull it halfway through the fermentation process. Okay. You put it into bottles, which come with like a beer cap type of bottle. Not a not cork. Not a cork, okay. And not a champagne cork either. Um, and before capping a bottle, you add yeast and sugar. So it's a little bit mm. like a kombucha process in that way. So it is a carbonated wine that comes in all varieties. I had a Gruner one the other night that you would have really oh. liked. It was like sweet and tart and just like amazing. Crisp, fresh. Crisp, yeah. So, okay. And, it, and that one was quite carbonated, whereas I've mm. had other ones that are less carbonated. Does the, um, for everyone listening. Yes. You said the experience is similar to a kombucha. Yeah. So it has a little bit of a like sour flavor. Has a little bit of, so, sometimes, like when we were in Paris, we had one that was a red that wasn't sour at all. It was a red pet nat that wasn't sour at all. And it was only lightly carbonated. Interesting. But it did have like, it was hazy mm-hmm. uh, at the bottom. It had lots of sediment. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. There's a, it's a big world. Uh, it stands for Petillant Natural, which, which is um, Petillant. basically carbonated natural wine is what it means. Mm. So check it out. Pet Nat. It's you can amazing. find them here. You can find them here. They are um, not cheap, right? They are not cheap. You did, Like uh, Trader I, Joe's does not make a three buck chuck version. Trader Joe's does not. However, there is one available under $20, I believe, at the co-op on Madison and 15th or mm. 17th or whatever that is. Have you found one for under 15? No, no. it okay. doesn't exist because they're all imported. 
Mm, good call, good call. Yeah. Although the place I have found the best ones is um, at Vif, which is a wine and coffee place in Fremont. Yeah. Um, which typically is a place I, it's, it looks a little bit Pinteresty or like um, oh love that or like kinfolky. Yep. It's a lifestyle wine However, store. However, they have really good wine, and they make <sighs> really nice coffee. And my friend Ashley loves to go there. And I, it's so fancy that like you have a go-to wine shop now. I know. Look at you. Too bad it's so far away. So when I go, I've been buying like two or three bottles at a time. But then I get really excited about it, and then mm. I drink them. Open really them fast. all. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I gotta be real though. You tried one. I did. What'd you think? I was expecting it to taste a lot like kombucha, having had that reference mentioned so many times. It was better than I thought it would be. Like, for me. Yeah. I understood immediately why you liked it. Like, as a, as someone who's really into sour beers, yeah, I totally think there's there's solid crossover. But I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It's, if, it, it is um, a lot like wine. It, I mean, it is wine, but like... But it has that same experience as wine when you right, drink it. Right, which was a pleasant surprise to me. I expected it to be more of its own thing. Yeah. Like how you can't expect Diet Coke to taste like Coke. Right. It's just, you have to think of it as its own beverage. Yeah. I was expecting to think of Pet Nat more as its own beverage, but... But it, it's really not. It is more like wine. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I think it would... I, I think for people listening who are like into wine i think it's worth giving a try it's not yeah. too weird i guess no. is what i mean some of them are weirder than others mm. so i would suggest like if you're buying at at a, a wine like a winery or a uh -huh. wine store or something like that um to like ask them which ones are more subtle which ones are more sweet more sour or whatever uh -huh. um it would you recommend starting the white variety oh, that's what personally. i was gonna okay yeah um, but that also is just because I typically prefer white wine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, get in, get in the pet nat world. Also, okay. just do, just Google it. It's a lot to learn. Do the goog. Do the goog. Listen, we've we've started doing a learn here, and now but we're gonna stop. We've will you we're gonna continue do a on. on this journey at home, and we'll continue over here, and uh, yeah, maybe for bachelor book club. We'll oh, like, we can do like a wine, yeah, a wine, a wine moment, mm -hmm. yeah, a wine each chapter. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, okay, so we did Paris. It was great. We saw the tower. We saw uh, you, the Notre Dame. You saw some really old bones. We saw a bunch of old bones. What What was it like to see stuff that is that old? Um, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think for me. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. the The city itself is so old too. Just like the bones of the city, no bone pun intended, mm. are like really old. Like all yeah. of the streets have been there forever. All of the buildings have been there forever. Yeah. Is there any new construction? There is quite a bit of new construction, but it's so well hidden within mm. the like. Within the aspect of the city, that yes. that it's it's like hard to see. Way to go, Paris. Um, they, Jerry, stop, stop. Um, there's a lot of cool things about the city. There's a lot of things that I I mean, like, I think I would like to live there for like a year, mm -hmm. but I don't think I'd want to live there long term. No, dip a toe. I think I'd get bored. 
Personally. Oh, interesting. Why do you think that? I think the 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 lifestyle would just start to to age. Go to work. Stop at the cafe. Have a glass of wine. Go home. Go to work. It's like everybody does that. Like everybody mm. has their routine. Mm-hmm. And while I really like that aspect of it, I just I'm I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not convinced. Do Come you here. think that they're like uh, saying that they have a routine? Do you feel like that's how is that different from here? Like literally everyone uh-huh. does that. Okay. Whereas here, not everyone does that. No. Here, like everyone does that. Everyone goes out after work. Hmm. And they're out, like at, at least from my experience, from what I saw. Obviously, I think if you live there, I'm sure there's that's not nuances. Exactly how it goes? Sure. But the general concept is that like being out is a major part of that culture. Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Because all of your all of the apartments are tiny. Yeah. A lot of the apartments have half kitchens, mm-hmm. you know? Like mm-hmm. like being out is the culture. You live in the city, not yes. in your apartment. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. I think I would also get I need more uh, solitary space. Yeah. And and that might just be a thing for just solely like the neighborhoods we were in or whatever, I, I really can't... Sp- I was there for five days. I can't speak to the whole culture of the town. But totally. that Fair. is something that, that it struck me as like just everyone was... There were people out every day, all the time, everywhere. Wow. And and French people. Like not just... Not not tourists. Like w- when we were in the small neighborhoods, we would notice it was like all French people who assumed... I'm assuming lived close-ish by, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Within walking distance. But also everything is within walking distance because Paris is fucking tiny. Moving yeah, on. What, what, what? Moving on. I'm All done right. with Paris. I'm done. T- I'm um, Berlin. You're never going to believe what happened while you were telling that Did story. Did your agent call? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not surprised. Do you need to call your agent back? Uh, I think so. He followed it up with a text. Great. Okay. BRB. Quick pause. Quick pause. Jeremy, come on up. Whoa. Okay, we're back. Five minute intermission. Five minute intermission, but... Not to fret. We're here. We're here. We will never leave again. Okay. So, okay. So Paris. Berlin. We go to Berlin, and it's amazing. Were you there? You were there longer than five days. Same. Same. Five, okay. Five and five. Wow. Okay. Um, it was great. I don't really. It's like hard to describe how cool it was because it was just like so 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 cool. Come on, German. Um, and it it just like felt good. Hmm. The city was super diverse. Um, I don't know. It just, it just is like the perfect city. It's really fucking cool. A lot of really cool people. We met some really nice, wonderful people. We learned a lot. I mean, the history of Germany is fucked and the history of Berlin is fucked. And, um, a cool thing about that is they're really teaching that, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Like, um, unique, I think. They're like really teaching the the youths how fucked up their history is so as to like never repeat it which i mm-hmm. think is really smart and you could see that even as like a yeah. visitor for a short time yeah which is really really fucking cool wow um it was the best it was hot as fuck which really sucked turns out berlin was built um on a wetland so oh. it's like all like underneath the city it's like all marsh basically juicy down there so it's like super humid how is it not sinking was i don't know huh don't ask me. Any Not engineers sure. want to weigh in? 
Is that engineering? I don't know. Structural engineer. Yeah. I feel like maybe the, 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 um, I mean, also the answer probably is that it is slowly. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like Seattle and San Francisco and the Luxor. Yeah. The Luxor. (laughs) Um, yeah, it, 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 I mean, it was just awesome. There's just like so much cool shit going on there. Um, a lot of really cool art, a lot of cool old buildings, but less than, than okay. Paris. Um, a lot of young people, hmm. just like everywhere all the time. Um, what was the what was your favorite place that you guys visited in Berlin? <sighs> I mean, that's, I don't know. We didn't do a lot of sightseeing in Berlin. We did do the Berlin Wall Memorial, which was really cool. We did the Memorial of Murdered Jews of Europe, which was really cool and beautiful. Can you describe, I was hearing you talk to somebody else about it, and there's two levels? Well, there's like an above ground, and the above ground is just like the monument, which is a bunch of big, like, stone um structures protruded like protruding out from the ground okay um kind of like a maze and then the below part is like the actual like informational aspect of the memorial um and i would highly recommend if you're going to do both sides because the above ground is like really cool and pretty to look at Mm -hmm. um and like impactful in its own way but the the memorial the actual informational aspect of the memorial downstairs is is very moving mm. i mean it's a, it's a heavy subject so yes you can imagine um that yeah it's quite moving um and then i mean mostly we just like ate and and drank and mm-hmm. kind of like wandered around is the memorial connected to the airport no okay this airport is so fascinating to me which airport the one that Hitler built, which, what, describe to me what you're talking about. So in Berlin, or in, I think it's in Berlin, Hitler was trying to build, like, the biggest airport in the world, uh-huh. and they, it was, like, abandoned for a long time, and now the city is turning it into a park yeah, or something? Yeah, we went there. Yeah. But, but it's not connected to the memorial. No, it's, okay. like, way on the, like, um, I I think southeastern side of the city, and mm. it's really cool. I forget the name of it, but that... it's just a giant. It's a giant, like it's basically two tarmacs. Okay, and a bunch of dead grass. Um, which is it's it, it, that's making it sound not cool. It's really cool. So um, the um, like right before you guys went there, I was listening to this podcast that I love. Everyone should check it out it is called uh oh my god what is the the podcast is called nice try okay it's about failed utopias oh i love it and one of their episodes is on germania architecture in a fascist utopia and they it is about the airport and it's so fascinating definitely check it out yeah um so they're building oh the Tempelhof. yeah Tempelhof. so they're building um they are building like a, a a really big new structure there, which okay. would be like a community center. Oh, cool! Um, and then there's like these like public gardens that people have built. It's all basically free space. Like I love that. It's kind of do what you want with it. It's like maintained by the parks department, I think. Okay. But um, 
But it's very like, I mean, and this is just much like all of Berlin, how it all felt. It's like, it's all just kind of like self-run. Like everything is run, it feels like, by the people. Wow. This is obviously not true, but that's the feeling that I personally had while we were there. Like very little rules and regulation in terms of like drinking and where you drink and how you drink. Mm -hmm. But because of that, people are less drunk, like... Less obnoxious mm-hmm. because it's it's you know the 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 simplicity of when you take the rules away yeah. they're broken less basically yeah. so it's not so salacious to people right but it's just the way that things should be yeah um, you know like we very frequently would run across like young like teenagers who are in bars and just acting completely respectfully mm-hmm. whereas you go any to any bar. In the United States. And, and freaking full-blown like, adults are behaving yeah. like yeah. children. Children. Yeah. Um, all of that is because our our laws about this stuff is totally fucked. And we don't need to get into that right yeah. now. It doesn't yeah. matter. But, I mean, it does matter, but it doesn't matter on this podcast in yeah. this moment. Um, yeah, Berlin was great. It was a freaking blast. We had a, we had an awesome time. Only downside was that it was real hot and we had a, a kind of... Less than ideal Airbnb situation. Yeah. No uh, no air moving through there. No air moving through there. Shitty bed. No Wi-Fi. And I feel like usually when you're traveling, you're not sleeping great anyway. Yeah. So to like add. Yeah. <laughs> add some obstacles on top of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. And then very quickly, we'll do a quick Copenhagen roundup and then we can be done because the, I'm looking at the time and this has gone on far too long. Uh, we went to Copenhagen. Alex was there for a school project. Right. Um, An so internship, had, yeah? No, a studio. Studio, okay. So we had uh, we had a day and a half together where we didn't. he didn't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was only there for four days. Okay. And we had a nice time. Personally, Copenhagen was my least favorite part of the mm-hmm. trip. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of weird vibes going on there for me. Uh, yeah. It's super, super, super duper white. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of like an underbelly kind of hide all your bullshit behind the curtains mm-hmm. feeling. Like mm-hmm. it feels like there's a lot of shit going on there that they really don't. Beneath the exposed surface. Exposed to the people. So right. it like looks all like fancy and big white buildings and beautiful streets and bicycles and you know, no cars and we're living this green lifestyle, but there's actually some like deep seated shit going on there, mm. which to me coming from Berlin, especially like felt very apparent. Interesting. Uh, great food, really good beer, mm. nice people. We had a great experience. Okay. You know, there were lots of positives just out of the list was on, on the lower end for me. Would you say Berlin was your fave? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I would move to Berlin in a heartbeat. Berlin is mm. so fucking cool. It's hard to describe how cool it is. Yeah. It it really is to me like the New York of Europe is how it feels. It It's like huh. a, the OG melting pot. So much fucking culture. So much culture. It's, wi- really it's cool. wild. Really, really cool. Um, And that's it really. Ken's European adventure. Did you learn anything about yourself in this trip? No. Mm, okay. <laughs> you asked it like I I had some big... No, not really. Um, I don't think so. 
it was really relaxing, which was nice. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You needed Kind of that. as like an overall, it, it was quite relaxing. I mean, we were very busy the whole time, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it was wonderful. I don't, I have. So sometimes when you take big trips, there's not a lot of like you're, there's so much stimulus and you're trying to like take everything in and be present and sure. see things. And then you wind up not feeling actually very like, um, filled sort of Mm. you like leave feeling kind of drained yeah did you feel like you got some some restorative time yeah I mean yeah I I do feel like that I think something that I really actually started to like was not having the ability to be on my phone Mm. um was really really because I didn't pay for an international plan or get a sim card or anything like that so it was really just where we had wi-fi we were available. Uh-huh. Um, and that was really, really nice. And actually what was funny about that is it took a couple of days after I got home that I would like go somewhere and my it, my mind would cross like, oh, I should get on the Wi-Fi. Like, oh, like I should see, like that stuck with me for like a day or two. And huh. it was super nice where it was like I wasn't checking my phone. I wasn't thinking about being on my phone. I wasn't texting anybody. Um, and then that faded away and now I'm just like hooked to it again. Back in. For real, that was like, like a major takeaway that felt really, really nice. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, it made you less sort of, uh, abstractly stressed? I think at first it was hard to get used to, but Uh then sure. Yeah. I mean, after that it was just like, well, I don't know. Like we, uh, we don't have directions. We don't have, you know, I can't text somebody for a recommendation. Right. So well, let's just go to this place. Like, some, like that kind of right. like freedom of thinking about things being, a little bit less. Yeah. Not like not not over. I think for me is like when I it's like when you have too much access to too much information. Yes. And I think that as Americans, we suffer from that all the time. Totally. We're like spoiled with choices and, and yeah. accessibility. Yes. And it does make things. And harder I mean, sometimes. I say suffer like it's a privilege to, to live in that world uh-huh. for sure. Yes. But I also think that there are major negatives that come with that. I do think I've been on my phone less since I've been back. Cool. Which is great. It seems like I've uh, noticed when I sort of step away from my regular relationship with the phone, mm-hmm. I notice that there's a little bit of a of like a, an abstract stress that happens where I'm like, I'm, I'm being negligent of uh, not oh, being yeah. keyed in or I'm missing something yeah. that I shouldn't be missing. For or, sure. And that is not usually actually true. I mean, sometimes practically, yes, if you have like a job like mine, you do have to keep your eyeballs on the email. But like in general, yeah, not being on Instagram doesn't matter. Um, Texting people back at the end of the day doesn't matter. No. And it's interesting that that is something that you can get kind of like some perspective on and then sort of come eventually sort of default back to. Default back to. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's like it almost doesn't matter how much perspective you have. Yeah. You will likely default back to the way that you have interacted. The way that we've been taught to interact with our phones over the last 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. long we've all had phones now. A long time. Long time. Too long. Um, although getting back to phone business and getting away from Ken's European Adventure, this is a wrap on European Adventure time. I will say there are some fun things about having your phone. Like the bullshit news that you can learn about. Okay. Which there are two, th- three things actually that I'd like to share with you. Oh my God, you did make I notes. I learned on the internet. Well, it's not, it's not about my, 
this is uh this is this is internet shit time basically which is something i've really been enjoying since i've been back like just get on twitter or like on um Reddit? like i'll i'll go to like people's instagram like people oh, people, magazine, oh. people mag um so there's a there's gonna be fact number one there's gonna be a okay. golden girls revamp have you heard about this what no do you want to know two people who are gonna be in it how can you rate my outrage scale of one to ten? It's not. It's not great. Well, I'm it's concerned. not horrible. One of one of them is Cindy Lauper. Okay. Which I'm not sure how I feel about because I don't know if she can act. I mean, I love her deeply, but I'm gonna reserve <laughs> my comments until the end. And the other one, there's only two stars that have been named. Okay, is Jane Lynch. Here's what I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Let her rip. Because I have no... I almost said goat in the game, but I'm pretty sure it's a horse in the game. No horse, horse in the in race. race. Yeah. Dog horse, in the no, fight. No player in the game. Yeah. I feel very strongly about the Golden Girls. Yes. It is... It's your maybe favorite show? Definitely top five. Maybe my favorite. Yeah. I... You, top three? Would you yeah, definitely top three. Definitely yeah. top three. Um, I have issues with the way that we have existed in this time of just taking every story we've ever told and retelling it i am mm, yes over it you, i'm tired of angry it angry about this for a while now yes sometimes the things that are remade are good generally i just think it is better to like let a beautiful thing exist as a beautiful thing and maybe if you are so interested in that story figure out tell the Af- tell what happens after. Tell yes. what happens before. Yes. Stop remaking good things. Speaking of remaking good things, the and other week I'm hosting with my fantasy football group. And it's like in between games and somebody's like looking at at like what movies are available on like Voodoo or some weird streaming service. Okay. And somebody goes, what about Aladdin? And I'm in the kitchen and I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen Aladdin in a long time. That sounds fun. And what do they turn on? The new Aladdin they bought for five ninety nine <laughs> the new Aladdin with Will Smith, and I'll tell you what, it's not good. Oh, really? Don't revamp a Stop classic it. like that. Yeah. Although the new Lion King was good, I have heard beautiful things or good things. Anyway, I, okay, yeah. Okay. Anyway, also like some of the choices they made about the new Lion King, I think are like important. Sure. And so that I, yeah, but it doesn't matter. If Cindy Lauper is amazing, and it doesn't matter if Jane Lynch is amazing, I have all the faith in the world that Jane Lynch will bring a lot of humor and awesome choices sure. to any project. Stop making things again. Yeah. Leave the Golden Girls alone. I agree. Leave them alone. Okay. Next factoid. Wow. Do I- you know that how many kids Alec Baldwin has? Mm, he has Did some- you know it's so many? And that his wife is pregnant with another one. No, she's not. Yes. What is it? He has like five? Five, including Ireland. Okay. Who's his oldest. Uh-huh. And she, his wife's pregnant. Didn't they have twins, he and his wife? I don't know. They've had so many kids. I just cruised across that little fact. But he, they've they had like, all these kids. They're all young. Like all of these kids that, they, that he has with his like newest wife mm-hmm. are like 10 and under. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucking crazy. Isn't he like 65? Yeah, that guy's going to die before most of them turn 20. Yee. Isn't that fucked? Well, the last factoid okay. I got 
off of the internet. Now, this one I screenshotted, so it might take me a second. Oh, this is a great. Okay, so I've, I've been into Twitter lately, just going into like the, um, like the explore page, since, basically. Since when? Lately, like as in like a week. Like a week. Late, okay, like super very, recent. very recent. Okay, okay. And, um, and they'll have like little, little factoids on there for you or like little conversation starters shall okay. we say okay and and then you can see all the all of the responses and so one of the conversation starters was in the food section of twitter and it's stories of carrying on after getting food and drink wrong an example slicing off butter when you think it's cheese mm. adding sugar instead of parmesan to your pizza okay the first response and the one with the 2000 retweets and this was days ago so who knows where it's at now um I have given up caffeine and I ordered hot chocolate for breakfast at this hotel. Now, I forgot that I'd ordered hot chocolate. So when it arrived, I poured it over my omelet, reckoning it looked like a kind of sauce. And now I'm eating a chocolate omelet. So no one notices I've fucked up so badly. How's your life? (laughs) Which Hmm. is horrible. Can you imagine? That seems horrible. I would never. I would have. Also, I'm imagining... At this restaurant. You're you're in a hotel. Yeah. You're not like a buffet, right? Yeah. Just go get a new omelet. I mean, it might or be a fancy it. hotel admit where you... Admit it to the server and say, I made a mistake. I thought this was a sauce. I thought this was I'm sauce. I'm going to be real. <laughs> because what? I wasn't expecting a brown drink because I'm, don't, I'm not drinking coffee. You know, just lay it on the line. Here's what I want to know. In what, what kind of sauce did they right. think? Right, right, right. Here's... You, like, so here's what I want to know. Why wasn't there whipped cream on that hot chocolate? <laughs> that would have solved all the Major problems. Major issue. If there was whipped cream on there, mm-hmm. he would have been like, oh, yeah, I ordered hot chocolate. Okay, but riddle me this. Okay. I'm riddled. Ready. Have you ever had eggs with syrup? Because, like, maybe you're eating a pancake and the syrup kind of touches the so eggs. So I'm not into that vibe, but but it has happened on accident. Right. And the flavor is actually okay. Syrup and chocolate are very different flavors. All right. Well, chocolate eggs are not good unless they're <laughs> Cadbury eggs, oh, Even, bah, and which bah, are bah, still bah, bah. kind of. I used to love them, but now no, they're I don't too like them. sweet. Yeah, maybe. they're too sweet. Um, I just need to know what kind. Like, did you think it was a gravy? Yeah, maybe a gravy. Maybe it was real sludgy hot chocolate omelet and gravy. God, I have so many eggs questions. and gravy. Like, like with, with um, like uh, what is that called? Biscuits and gravy, and you get some eggs on top. That's normal. Yeah, That's but when would you thing. have gravy with an omelet? Well, I've never had gravy with an omelet, but maybe you're like a big gravy fan. And like, you know, you've got your biscuits <laughs> and your egg, you, your biscuits and gravy, and you also got an omelet because you got a half order of the biscuits and gravy because okay. you didn't want it to go too crazy. I'm loving this scenario. <laughs> and, <You're> the- <laughs> and the gravy was really good. Okay. So you're moving on to the omelet. And you're like, you know what, you're like, mm, waiter, can I have a gravy. Side of gravy, please? <laughs> now, typically, when you get biscuits and gravy, though, it's not a brown gravy. Mm-mm. It's a white gravy. So yeah, sausage gravy, typically. Yeah. So, so that that part is. I mean, there's a lot of questions I have here for this person. Yeah. Wow. There's, also, there's a lot going on here. I love the moment where they are like, "I can't speak up. I just have to deal with this." Okay, you wanna now? I'm on Twitter now because I'm just on my phone. Okay, did you did you hear already that um, J Lo and Shakira are gonna be the Super Bowl halftime show? Ooh, I'm into it. Shakira, Shakira, yeah, and also Jenny from the Block. 
Also, did you hear that apparently J-Lo's like, they're saying she's going to get Oscar nods for her work in that, what is it called? Uh, Hustlers? Apparently Hustlers is an amazing film. What? Do you know about this? No, I don't. Do you even know what it is? No. Where are you? You're an actor. How are you? Where? How? How have do you? Do I know? I don't know. Googling. How do you not know what Hustlers is? I might need to see. It's J-Lo's new film. Okay. And a bunch of like stars make cameos in it. Or not, maybe not cameos. They have, like small roles like Cardi B and um, fucking Lizzo. Okay. We need to get you. Julia Stiles is also in yes. it. Yes. Kiki Palmer. Okay. Um, okay. Apparently it's amazing. Do you want to go see it or what? Sure. I'm down. Okay. Apparently J-Lo is very, very good in it. Well, that would be exciting. I would like to see her be very good in something. I know, right? Yeah. For once. Come on. Give it to her. She is somehow, like, she looks exactly the same yeah, as she did Yeah, did you see that picture of her ago. in that freaking dress? What? You can't gotta be more specific. What do you no, mean? No, the one where she's wearing the same um, dress from, like... 20 years ago and no. she looks better in it now uh oh. the 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 jungle print the the classic uh jungle print dress no pull it up how did you not how where are you what do you mean what are you doing on your phone when you're on your phone if you're not looking up these facts i'm learning about skincare okay <laughs> listen this dress Her classic. Oh yeah, that the the green blue. It still fits her today, and she looks like a freaking twenty in it. Unbelievable. Her body is crazy. She's insane. I don't Uh, know how she maintains that. I think that Nicole from Bachelor in Paradise uh, has kind of a a J-Lo vibe. Listen, I don't. You know, after watching the finale, I'm not sold on Nicole. Mm. For a long time, I really liked her and Clay together. Mm Mm-hmm. Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the way that she acted at the end there is, I mean, and I don't like Clay either. I thought both of them handled this very poorly. They both handled it poorly. But Nicole specifically to me, I just was like, girlfriend, you've known this dude for like four weeks. I Some of the things that she said felt so um, like... rehearsed and premeditated like it felt childish to me a love so deep it would make the ocean jealous Uh, come on and also herbie when he was like i'm not sure if i want to spend the night with you because i really think i need space to think about what i'm gonna do tomorrow yeah and she was like fine then go then go fine fine just go oh you said you needed space and she's like yeah i was like or you could have said that really hurts my feelings i was really looking forward to tonight um I hope that you, like, Jerry, get the clarity that you need. If you change your mind, like, I, I'd still really love to talk to you. Like, yeah, just handle it like an adult. And I she just didn't handle the whole situation very well. Well, and the thing that confuses me is that, like, Clay saying, I'm not ready to get married and I'm not ready to move in together That's is reasonable. That's right to do. Yeah. Like, what he was not saying is, I don't want to be with you anymore. And I don't know that but even... But then I bet you he changed his mind real quick when she reacted like that. Well, I I also think, like, it's an interesting example of how the show sets expectations for you. Like, if you put them in the real world and asked her if after 18 days or whatever it is, like, do you want to marry this guy? Do you want to move in together? She would right. probably be like, we've barely started dating. 
Right. Give me a minute. Right. But because she's in this context where the show is like, is this true love forever? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to make it last? You have one day to decide. Like, it kind yeah. of messes with your brain, I also, think. And it's a bummer that that, if they really liked each other, they came into this final moment with yeah. both feeling fairly reasonable, communicating about it terribly. Sure. And then ending any ability to date after the show. And also, I, I kind of think that anybody that does get engaged in this short period of time, like, that's not the responsible thing to do either way. And it has worked. I know there are success yeah. stories, yada, 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 whatever. But I still think kind of overall, I'm like, I would be honored if someone was like, I really want to be with you. Mm-hmm. And I would love to get engaged to you. I don't think I'm ready to do that right now, but I want to keep exploring our relationship. And I right. would love to, you know, a lot of these people like don't live in the same state. Totally. That's a big and part so of it. And so it's like, yeah. like with Clay and Nicole, he's from Chicago and she's from Miami. Uh-huh. And him, like probably it's like, well, logistically, how is this going to work? Right. Who's going to move? Who's going to quit their job? Yeah. What are you going to do in the you, city you move to? What right. Is the, yeah. It's like it, it, it becomes such a... It really is a big commitment. And yeah. marriage or not, however you feel about it or not, choose, making that choice while you're like on this beautiful freaking island drinking for four weeks straight. Everything like, is perfect everything and is set perfect up for and you. done for you. You yeah. can get your nails done wherever. You can get your every bit of food that you have is prepared for all, you. All you have to worry about is like being together. Your laundry together. is done for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great situation. Sign me up. How do you take that and turn it into a real relationship? Right. Which is why I feel um, most... Okay, who do you feel most confident in having um, a solid relationship post-Paradise? Well, here's the deal. Okay. I I mean, I do think that probably Dylan and Hannah, Mm -hmm. just because they're both so dumb... To, yes. That like it's gonna work out just fine. So when we were watching the finale, I was like, Carrie was like, I cannot believe these people are getting engaged. And I was like, Yeah, but look at them. Like they when you don't have they're like talking about how excited they are to Oh. Oh. We just had a major oh made Jerry's. Kendra threw Jerry's shark and it and knocked it a bumped piece a poster of, off oh, no, the wall. It broke. No, it didn't break. Okay. It's magnetic. Um, that's hilarious. They're like talking, they're fantasizing about going on a walk and wearing cut off sweatshirts. Yeah. Being so wacky. And yeah. like, when that is where you're coming from in a relationship that like you maybe are easy, more easily satisfied than yeah, I, I mean, other, I don't know. I think that they'll be fine. I think that the couple that will maybe be the most challenged will probably be Demi and Christian. Um, in the sense that you know, we've got sweet Demi who is, who has just come out God. on television, which is really Ugh. brave and cool and strong. And huge, yeah. Um, and y- you've got Christian, who's never been in this world at all. Right. Now, Demi has lived in this pop culture world since being on Colton's season. She's been a pretty present part of it since she was on the She's show. She's been very active yeah. in that world since the show. Right. So, I, I mean... I think naturally there are some challenges that will come you come with this. Uh-huh. You know, it being 
Demi's first relationship in this scenario. Right. Um, uh, Christian not coming from that. You know, they're, they're kind of opposites. Well, the thing, the part that, that makes me feel like I guess concerned for the longevity of their relationship is that is the thing that started to to come up towards the end of the show which Christian was talking more about which is like I know what she's going through I have been there um right. I was there like a couple of years ago like they're in such different places of evolution with their with with being out right. and being like connected to who they are and I feel like where Demi is in her journey may make it like Christian was like I feel like I'm like taking care of her and supporting her and I'm not right which is which is it's not to say that it's unfair no it just but it it makes things complicated right and that I I could see that being a thing that's like we are just both in different spaces and like not ready to have this forever love like right but sure do love them as a couple yeah Absolutely, and and I, I I think very brave of both of them to be on that show, um, especially because they know that the a lot of the people who watch the show are more conservative leaning. Sure, and that you speaking know. of more conservative leaning, how about that Bachelor choice? I love Peter. Okay, here we I'm go. I'm not against Peter as the Bachelor. The issue how, is not the about issue Peter. is not about Peter. The issue is that they had a black version of Peter. And they chose not to take him. If they were waiting for the right person of color to be the bachelor and it wasn't Mike. Right. They're never going to find somebody that feels satisfied with it. Right. He checks all of the boxes. He is beautiful and kind and ready. And like, what the? It's been 26 seasons of white men. And and they have this awesome candidate. Awesome candidate. Yeah. In Mike. Love Mike. Who is a really just like... And again, obviously, we don't actually know Mike. Right. We don't know anything about him. Maybe there were things, I, yada, yada, yeah. yada. But I, it's from what we've seen, Yeah, he is just as qualified as Peter. He is arguably maybe more interesting than Peter. Yep. I think that Peter's season might be kind of boring. I can see him being a lot like a Ben Higgins. I've been hearing that comparison as well, and I totally get it. And I think that, like, I loved Ben's season. Um, so I can see, I have I have hope for it. Yeah. But the, and, and Peter, I think, is a person that we didn't get to know very well sort of until the end. And so I think there's still a lot to learn about him. And if... He opens up on the show and the show allows us to see that. I could see it being really interesting. I feel like we watched all of Colton's season not going very deep with him. And I don't want to do that again. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like that could happen, though, because, well, he was saying on some late night thing, he was like, I understand that part of my problem was that I didn't open up soon enough. Uh. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but, you know, and obviously they couldn't pick Tyler because he's like, Went to Gigi Hadid's dad's He's like an A-list celebrity now. Although I just read that he announced they're just friends. I mean, wouldn't you announce that if you didn't want, like, public attention on your relationship? Well, he's been asked about it over and over again, and he's like, oh, I can't. I can't really speak to it. And then he... I I think they might have stopped dating each other is what it sounded like, but I need more tea. Anybody have the tea on that? Send us the links. Doinggood at gmail.com. Yeah. I... Also... You've been spelling out T E A and it's just T. I'm just giving you the the T. What do you mean? 
That's the T? The letter T. Well, when... That's the truth. Is what it means. No, it's like spilling the tea, like like the doing dishing the dirt, dishing the dirt. So when Sophie is Turner uses ways? it, it's T E A, and and spilling the tea is a phrase about gossiping. Okay, but then that's the tea is different. I'm so confused. No, that's the tea is T E A, but. I have I did I did Google research because I I heard it was just the letter T. Spill no. the truth. See, oh no, this is a disaster. Here I, you go. Is it Look both? It. Sophie uses T E A. Well, yeah, I know. I'm yeah. I I I believe you on that. That's where did it come from again? Oh, the T Urban Dictionary. <laughs> the T is another term for the truth. The term was popularized in gay culture. Oh, yeah, we've read this on here, I think, right? Mm, Maybe I read it to you once. It's from RuPaul. Well, it was brought to mainstream by RuPaul, but it's not from RuPaul. Uh, It's both. Spilling the tea is also a phrase. Yes. Yes, it's it's both. both. Okay, great. Okay, we're both Everybody's Everybody's good. We're good to go. Um, Okay, Uh, so, yes, we like Peter. Peter's fine. It could be good. Could be disappointing. Here's hoping, Pete. Let, you know... Let your best self out. But the idea of Mike being The Bachelor, I feel like, was so heavily talked about. From the moment he showed up on Hannah's season, I feel like him being the first Bachelor of Color was, like, a big yes. idea. Yes. And and so many people talked about it. So many people wanted it. That yeah. to not make the choice now... It just seems shitty. Something either everyone is blowing it, or there's some reason we don't know about. Right. And I'm very curious about which that is. I and wonder... now there's only been one Bachelorette of Color, correct. correct? Rachel Lindsay, who, by the way, has started a podcast with Ali Fedadowski, who's also an old school Bachelorette. And their podcast is called Bachelor Happy Hour. And Rachel Lindsay is just such a cool woman listening to her. Did she meet awesome. someone on the show? She did. Are and they, they just together? got married oh, uh, like three weeks ago. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Love that. Um, yeah. Is she's cool? You know, it doesn't seem like he got a very good edit. Oh, yeah. And what I've seen of him on Is he a person of color? He is. He is Latino. I don't know what his heritage is, but um, she's so smart and so cool that I just don't believe... She's not really in Bachelor Nation anymore. Like, I mean, she probably is still friends with all those people and whatever, but um, I don't really feel like I hear about her as much. But also that could just be... I, but I think, um, yeah, I'm not, I like, I don't have a super strong opinion on him, but I like her so much that I don't know how she would pick somebody who's a total Who's, like, dead. not cool. Right. Um, but the, what was I just going to say? That basically uh, they had a real missed opportunity by not picking Mike. I mean, that's like they did. the, that's like the, the overarching oh, theme here. What I wonder is, so, uh, Mike Fleiss has been somewhat recently... Um, outed, or uh, not outed. Who's but, Mike Fleiss? Uh, the creator of the okay, show. Yeah, and the executive producer. He's been exposed, um, for being a scumbag. Well, yeah. and so I sort of wonder if ABC was like in the midst of all of this oh. controversy, if we have to make a really safe choice, and if that is what they were thinking. I what still kind think of they scumbag? Thing. Let's pull up. Yeah. Let's get some tea. Pull me up some tea. Come on, dear man. Pull up the tea. Come on. 
We got like five minutes left for the tea, so pull on up. Nothing. Well, I'm trying to get uh, the the main. I I recall there being more than one thing, but the the main situation is that he assaulted his wife. Ooh, trash. Yeah. Yikes. So. So maybe we won't get Bachelor Nation for much longer unless somebody buys it from him because that's like, I don't know. I feel like that's know. like 86 level kind of territory. Yeah, I don't know what this show's going to do. Is, is Chris Harrison going to take over as executive producer? <sighs> I don't know. I'll tell you who I want to see more of. Wells. I know. You know, I he's, love he's um, engaged to... <gasps> Oh, I know. I love it. Sarah Hyland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I follow them both on Instagram. I love it. Listen to his podcast. Big fan of Wells. She shared, a, uh, she had a great interview with Dax on the Ellen show, actually. Oh, wow. Which was weird. Okay. I think Dax, like, <laughs> hosted the Ellen show for an episode or something Oh, weird. Like that. Okay. That, I don't know. But I did see that part of the interview on people Instagram. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm really gonna just. I've decided what I'm gonna start bringing to this podcast is gossip. Yeah, let's have a corner called Hot Goss. I mean, it's not gonna be a corner for me. It's gonna be my whole life. Great. Well, we've spent this whole episode talking about your trip, which we needed to do. Yeah, we did need to do it. And gossiping. Which so is great. yeah, fifty fifty. What have I been up to? Thanks so much for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will tell you this cool piece of information. Stop. Um. I think I've mentioned before that there's a... Stop it! (laughs) Stop, Jerry. This is Carly's two minutes of fame. Yeah. Well, it's just two minutes of embarrassment. I had had an audition last week for this um, director that I've worked for before who is... I love him. He's very cool. And a producer who I I love and is so cool. I've never auditioned for the two of them together. So this was a very neat moment to, like, see them both... um, and part of the audition was they asked <laughs> they asked me what my hobbies are. Oh no! What have you told them? I what are blacked your hobbies? Out. Yeah, and I was like, what are your hobbies? I don't freaking know, dude. Do you have hobbies? No. Oh. I was like, oh, so the first thing I said was the podcast. That's fair. And they both know about the podcast, and they were like, that doesn't count. Okay. And I was like, okay. Um, dancing? And they were like, okay, dancing what else? Dancing is not a hobby <laughs> of yours. I just, you like, danced once in the last year <laughs> for an audition. I just could not think that's of, amazing. like, a single thing I like to do that's not somehow hustle-related. Huh. Uh, and so I wound up saying... a hobby? We do. Well, I don't have time. Well, I think you could make time for a hobby. I wound up saying that I like sewing and ironing fuzzy letters onto t-shirts. Yeah. Which sewing, made them... Sewing is a funny one for you because you don't sew for... F- you don't like make clothes. You like give alterations. You, right. You, you like altering clothes right. you've already bought. By hand. <laughs> By very hand. crudely. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're gonna but go I, on a hobby mission. Ironing on fuzzy letters is a hobby. Is and it made them laugh really hard, and but I was grateful for that moment. Still felt like a loss. It's also a hustle. It's not and a hobby. It's a hustle. I didn't get the job. So, so moral of the story: we need to find you some hobbies. Find some hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> it's hobby time. <laughs> oh no, no, this is a disaster. 
I mean, but, I, I think you could say that some of your hobbies are like hunting for vintage things. Right. Well, Carrie says that every time I find something that I like as a hobby, I turn it into something you bigger. You do. And that is... You do. Hard to stop doing. Yeah. <laughs> but once you find, once you pick a hobby, then you turn it into a side hustle. Truly. That's exactly. Truly is also... Also... The only option we have left, because White Claw's going out of stock. Oh my god, White Claw, there's a, a... subject for next week. White Claw shortage, if you're sitting on a stock, you should start selling that shit on Craigslist. I'd wait, I'd wait and sell it. You think it's going to get worse? it's going to get worse. Because <sighs> all the celebs are drinking it now. Oh. So everybody in the world knows about it. It's not just for the cities anymore. It's not just for the city folk. White Claw is not just the drink of the people. It's no, the it drink is. of the stars. But it's also the drink of all the people because the stars drink it. You think that more people are drinking it now yes. because of the stars? Yes. Mm. Because all the plebs are learning about what it is. Mm. Although I, I, got a, I have a, a few friends who are really anti, anti the claw, which is... That's fine. I'm neither here nor there. Listen, if it's available, you hand it to me, I'm going to drink it. I think a lot of people... If it's not it, an option, I'm fine. It's the LaCroix of the... Yes. You know, and people like it because it is a cool thing. Yes. I think if you gave people a blind taste test of White Claw versus some other ones, they wouldn't say, I'm obsessed with this one drink. It is the sure. only one. You know what I mean? I like, would say, though, that I think it's 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 like the Pepsi Coke scenario where... Right. When you like what you like, you just... That's what you... That's what you That's like. what you get. Right. But I'm saying there's like a... Um, there's like a cultural... Yes, moment behind yeah. it that's happening, which is fine. That's great. Go White Claw. Just make some more freaking drinks. Go White Claw. Just more White more, Claw. More. Go more. Go for more. Go harder. Go bigger. Or yeah. Go but, home because you're about to go home because you're about to run out of money. Yeah. Because you can't. You don't have you anything don't, to sell. Because you, you did not go hard enough at the so beginning. So go harder if you want to make money. Yeah. Um. Quick circle back to Bachelor. Here's what I want to say. We have officially entered Bachelor oh, yeah. hibernation. Yeah. So we will be starting the book club this week. This week. I was thinking we should put the book we do to a vote, but I also then was thinking we should just pick. Yeah, let's just, we already picked. You already, you picked. Right. I have, well, I haven't done enough investigation to be certain that that's the best choice. It just seems like a good broad choice. choice. Why don't we just, it's like, it doesn't need to be the best choice. It just needs to be a choice. So So we're going to tell you what book we're reading. We're going to post about it, but if you're hearing this and you want to be a part of it, hit us up. Yeah, and um, just, you know, send us an email at doingagood at gmail.com or you if just you need to know what the book is or go you ahead want to chat. Find us on Instagram at doingagood. Also, if you're like some of us, it doesn't if it's any Bachelor Nation related book, you're in, baby. I yeah. did have... Yeah, I don't think the book choice matters. I, I, I think it's more about the social The experience. Well, I, I think that's how all book clubs are. Seems like it's it. It's just like, I don't know, we're reading this random book. But we're like hanging out, eating cheese, drinking wine, right. talking about it. Yeah. Right. We got to figure out how this thing is going to work. What thing is going to work? The book club part. Well, well, we'll hope that people email us and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, you guys, this is it. We have to wrap it up because we have to go to work. <clears throat> we have to go to work. This has just been a freaking blast. So glad to be back with you. What would really help us a lot is if you would rate and review our podcast on iTunes. And like and subscribe it. I don't know if... That helps us, but I know the reviews do, so jump on over. That's it. That really is it. To wrap. Jerry's finally stopped barking now that the podcast is, is over. over. Thanks, Jer. Okay, you guys. Okay. See you next week. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.